Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello, we are the Get Savvy Club and we're on a mission to teach anyone in property how to get visible online. Why? So you can get deals, you can get direct bookings, you can find JV partners and investors, or if you're a realtor or estate agent, you can find new stock and ultimately you can make money. If you would like our help, just message us on info at getsavvyclub.co.uk or find us on social media. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Marketing Made Easy from the Get Savvy Club. Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin here. How are you doing, Anita? I am great today. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thank you very much. Sun's out. Yeah. For a quick power walk. Have you? Um, nice. It's lovely yeah. out, isn't it? The point of this podcast is to talk about Actually, one of the ladies that I was voice noting this morning um, mentioned she's in property. Like we help loads of people in property. That's the majority of the people that we help are property people. And she was saying, oh, I thought I went into doing this because of, you know, I'll be a property person. But actually, I've become this crazy marketing person. And actually, it made me think, yeah, you know, actually, no matter what business you're in, you've got to do the marketing. If you don't do marketing, then you're going to struggle. And, and you might think, oh, I don't want to do social media. Or I don't want to do the, too much marketing. You won't have a business if you don't. So and marketing comes in all different forms. But even if you don't think you're marketing, I bet at some level you will be. If you're having interactions with people and you're looking to talk to people about buying your what you sell, uh, your products and services, that's marketing. That is marketing those products, even if you're just having a conversation about it. So it just kind of made me think, oh, we could do a podcast around that. And how if you haven't got a budget for your marketing or you haven't got a strategy for your marketing – you're going to struggle to actually have a viable business. Yeah, definitely. And do you know, I love social media. I mean, marketing, if you're not a marketer, you've got a business and you want to find new clients, it can be really stressful, the most stressful side of your business. And and for us, we put a lot of effort into it, don't we? And, and it's our kind of background, if you like, but I still kind of think, oh, if it was easier, it'd be nicer. But the more you do it, the easier it gets. So social media is free, don't need paid LinkedIn. Um, it is readily available. So you can have it on your laptop um, and you can have it on your phone. So you can do it wherever you are in the world you can spend five minutes a day on it or a little bit longer it doesn't matter it doesn't have to be war and peace all the time um you know just put if you're busy just do a five minute thing just do a one you know quick question and it's possible to learn it so it doesn't matter how old you are or how cringy you find it or or how much you think oh i'm a tech dinosaur or it's all a bit of a faff just you know learn the best way to do it but definitely don't get sucked into it. You always use this phrase to your daughter, and it's absolutely right, is, you know, be a producer, not a consumer, Mm. um, because consumers don't tend to make money, whereas producers who produce content and put it out there for other people to consume, it doesn't suck up all their time, and that's the way to kind of make some money. But don't overthink it. Don't think you've got to produce the highest value and change people's lives, and it's got to be great. And it's also, it's got to be original. So some people get lost in having a quick look at a platform form like LinkedIn and other people's posts and think oh that's all been done that's been done I can't write about that you are unique in the way you think about things and the way you write about things so just do it and if somebody else has written something else similar on the same day you know what are the odds there's 800 million people on there it's probably highly likely that will happen as long as you're not 
copying people word for word. Yeah. Um, it's perfectly fine to be inspired by someone's post. And even like, how flattering is that? If you some, you read somebody's post and it gets a train of thought thinking about something, you think, I'm going to put a post out. And then you put, this is inspired by, especially if you don't know them. You know, if someone put a post out and then it's inspired by you and you'd never heard of them before, you'd be immensely flattered. So, um, you know, do things like that. It's just Yeah, feel free hard. to create posts and tag us in it. Yeah. Uh, the Get Savvy Club in it and uh, tell us that we've inspired you to do that particular post based off of this. That'd be cool. We'd like that one. We'd be like... We'll interact with it as well. If it's on LinkedIn, we see it. We'll interact with it. Yeah. So a really easy way to get going is, you know, what's the number one question new clients always ask you? Mm. Or is there some a common theme or the number one objection you have when you're trying to sell your stuff or the number one worry or something like that? And just, you know, put a post to say, you know, this is the thing I get asked most often. Um, so here's an answer to it. And then always end with a question and say, what is the number one thing you get asked in your business? And I think the other really good tip is to go and find some great role models. Um, so it's interesting that uh, Anna and I do some one-to-one work. We don't do a lot, um, but we do some. And we were with our one-to-one client yesterday who's got a, a background in full-on very very successful but full-on corporate background and we got his LinkedIn up and so obviously he was connected to a fair few people but obviously they were all corporate so we were scrolling through his feed and it was just like product image um here's me at an exhibition um here's here's what we do here's why what we do is great here's a boring article of from my industry (laughs) there was yeah there was nothing personal and even more um important there was nothing that you could really interact with. So these people, and they were yeah. obviously using LinkedIn regularly and they were going out and you could see that they put the post out three or four days ago, one comment, two yeah. comments. And one likes. one did a good job because they stopped the scroll because they had quite a cute office dog. But then when you read it, there was no way for the person reading it to like interact. Like they couldn't interact in any way. So they, so if you're not asking questions, if you're not making it easy to engage as well, there's another thing that people fall foul. But I wanted to say in terms of your marketing for your business, if, if you are someone that uses social media and you feel like, oh, but it takes up too much of my time because you're not strict enough, you've got your head on, you're, you go into social media and you might see that your friend's getting married or just got engaged or that such and such has had a baby and then you might be guilty of going down this rabbit hole. Me personally, the thing that sucks me in these days is getting it going on YouTube shorts, but that's a different story. But anyway, whatever your thing is, everyone's got their crooks of their thing that they end up you know, wasting time on. Be mindful of that and stop calling it social media and start calling actually a lady that I follow, she she used this phrase, she called Lauren, Lauren Tickner. And actually we're trying to get her on a podcast now, but she she uses this great phrase. Instead of social media, she calls it business media. And if you get your, your head in the game when you go onto your social media of calling it business media, you're there, like Anita said, to produce, not to consume, not to take on everybody else's things. Of course, you've got to do a bit of that to interact with people. You're not just broadcasting, but you're there to actually make money with it. Then that will help you massively in terms of your marketing and also not spreading yourself too thin. We help mostly with LinkedIn. So even if you're not in the property space, but you need help getting out there on social media, we have products that are just LinkedIn based to help people because that's where the reach is. And instead of you setting up, right, okay, I need a Facebook and Instagram, a Snapchat, my Twitter, my TikTok, or, you know, LinkedIn, all of them, choose one and then market on that. Choose one way to market your business and get successful at that first because that's the problem when we have a business we can think right i've got a market oh there's too much too many things i'm going to do with google ads i'm going to do facebook ads i'm going to 
um, set up this Instagram. I'm going to spend this weekend, set, you know, focusing on my Twitter. And then you do all these different clubhouse, even you do all these different things and none of them particularly successfully, but instead just pick LinkedIn and think, right, I'm going to get the boss of this. And I'm going to do this and just spend some time doing that and marketing on that. Because if you could choose when you start out, we're all about niching, aren't we? So if you could choose to niche in who you help and try and even pick one thing, try and pick like one thing to sell, one way to market, what like one of everything, then you're really focused. It's really, and the world will be so much easier for you. You can add other things in later, but try that and think about that with your marketing, one marketing strategy as well. So one one social media platform, one marketing strategy, and just if, it, if one person's bought through that way, then millions of people will be on that particular platform and will buy in the same way. So you can just rinse and repeat. Definitely. And Anna's completely right. It's a business tool, but it's not a broadcast tool. It's a two-way communication. Mm. So it's the same as offline marketing. And if you just walked in or someone just walked into your networking meeting every single week or every month, however often you have it, and just said, do you want to buy my stuff? A, you wouldn't want to buy their stuff. And B, you wouldn't even want to go and have a chat with them about anything. It's just not how we communicate. So weirdly, people like our great people in real life and then they get on an online tool promoting their business and they maybe hide behind a logo image rather than a picture Mm. of their face and they hide behind just talking about their products all the time and as harsh as it is nobody cares about you or your products until they can see what's in it for them so we don't buy products and services we buy outcomes Um, and if we're looking for that outcome then we'll be interested in your product or service so you have to talk about the outcome so even if it's a product even if it's you know a a t-shirt then it's about um you know you might be it might be the cheapest it might be the best quality it might have really good service it might be have a unique design on or something like that but that's what we're looking for we're looking for something that is made in an ecologically friendly way because that's how we resonate or we're making or something that is completely bespoke to us and made for us because that's what resonates with us so it's still an outcome we're not just buying something that can cover the top half of us or it wouldn't matter would it so even if it's a product and you're like oh it's not about emotions it always is and the other thing I say is that I once read I can't remember what book it was in but I read a a story which we kind of talk about sometimes when we're doing presentations at, at different groups and things like that and it was about a photography class in America I think in university and the professor split the class into two groups and one group had to go and take a photograph every day for 100 days and then submit the best one and then the other group had to not take any photographs until day 100 they had to spend 99 days discussing the strategy of um, light composition subject matter um, time of day all of that and how to take the perfect photo and when they put those photos in it was the ones that had just gone on and done one every day that won um, and were way better and streets ahead than the people that just thought about it and talked about it and planned it so I guess the moral of that story is that you will learn on the job you'll get better as you go along one of the things we produce to help people is like a um, one month content calendar and um, it basically will help if you're just getting going it's basically got a topic every day for 31 days so you just don't overthink it don't um, worry about it just write a post about that whether it's a paragraph or four paragraphs just write a post about whatever it is we've told you to do on that day and just commit to doing 31 days of posts and then see how you feel about it at the end and the responses you're getting at the end versus on day one um, and just do it as kind of a bit of a, a unique social experiment so we'll put in the show notes the link to get that if you want it um, but I think that's a really really great way to start to get started if you're thinking oh I'll start tomorrow next week no, uh, all that it never it never happens does it 
Yeah, because think about our client, Yinka, who bought the very first like daily day, which is where yeah. you have um, a bit of content every day for 90 days. And that she was, she is, she always talks about how she's an introvert. She's not somebody that's going to be getting in your face and is a show off or anything like that. But she knew she needed to use social media to build her coaching business up. Um, and she'd not long joined LinkedIn. She literally had just set it up. That's about as far as she'd gone. And she's like our poster girl, really, because she actually took that tool and used it and every single day went out and, and posted. Now, she's actually a creative influencer or something like that. Within LinkedIn, they've actually given her like this, um, I want to say like sticker, not sticker, but, you know, like um, basically status. shouted at, yeah, this status on LinkedIn. Um, and it all started from there. And obviously she she did the Daily Dave. Then she went on to do a different one, a different set of hours. And then she's, I think she's like, how many? I've sort of flying now. I think she's it's like, actually- yeah, like a long time. A lot, I think it's over a thousand days or something she's done. I think that's what the, um, the most recent one I've seen. So, yeah, she's... Um, taking that and i'm not saying that you need to show up you need to be that committed but just deciding an amount you're going to do minimum per week and actually doing that will make a huge difference going oh, i'm going to do my social media now and i think somebody used this phrase, phrase the other day actually they said um oh yeah i just want to you know get my social media done it's not going to be done like marketing in your business is never done it's never an exercise that you can how easy would it be if someone could just give us the key to this marketing log and we just um right okay we know how to market now that's that i just do that assess and forget doesn't work like that marketing does not work like that marketing is one big test and it's a test that needs to go on forever in your business mcdonald's look how massive mcdonald's are that probably one of their biggest biggest budgets is in their marketing campaign still, even though everyone knows their nearest McDonald's. Everybody knows they could get in their car or walk out of their house now and get to a McDonald's and know what they want to buy and understand what it's all about. But there's so many up. examples of massive brands mm. resting on their laurels and then yeah. being overtaken and not being like Blockbusters. Great oh, example. Right. You know, look how phenomenal they were. And now we're back down to one Blockbusters store in the world in America. And um, Smith's Crisps, another one. And Kodak. And so all of these were number one brands. And then they just went, no need to market anymore. And where are they now? You do. So unfortunately, yeah. it's, it's never will be done. But you can make it easy on yourself by being around. Like, let us do testing. We do a ton of testing. Then we tell our, our clients what needs to be done. So it makes it easier. But you can't ever, like, just set and forget. It doesn't work like that. No. And it's all marketing. If your business is evolving, growing, going the way you want it to be, scaling, even just staying the same, you've got to market. You just have to. You can't just. Um, and you see it all the time, don't you? Think um there's um estate agents not far from here actually that used to be like the main independent estate agents um in the area that we're in and actually just it's just going like you're hearing less and less about it because they're just not getting out there and letting people know that that they're around other other companies are coming in marketing more yeah and we see a lot of clients who absolutely get that they need to market but again they're looking for that easy option and sometimes they're um enticed by just throwing a bit of money at it so they we've seen we've seen it all people who've sponsored a roundabout sponsored you know the back of um doctor's appointment cards and and i've done it myself i've sponsored it i sponsored a golf Golf hole yeah and all the stuff like that and unfortunately (laughs) unless you do the groundwork and fully understand like we say what it is people are buying from you and who's buying from you and then go out and look at the the messages and the words that's going to resonate with them and get a result then none of this will make a difference because you're just like I don't know how else to phrase this but you're just pissing in the wind yeah, you are. <laughs> it's 
not going to good analogy. So what, again, the second thing I love, love, love about social media is that you can go out, you can test all of this. You can go out with a message or, Or um, you know, with a headline, with a profile, talking about your one thing, um, trying to attract your one ideal client and see how that resonates, see how it works. And within a week or two weeks, you can have an idea of what's coming back at you. You can put polls on asking people for their opinions about things and you can hone it until you've got a set of marketing messages that hits home with your ideal client and gets results and gets sales. And once you've got that for free organically and it's working for you and you've got clients coming to you, then then is the time to throw a bit of money at it and look at other ways in which you can expand on that and use LinkedIn ads, YouTube ads, Facebook ads, anything like that that's going to actually attract more of those people if you've got the capacity to do more work. But we also fail for free first. Learn it all in an opportunity where you're not putting a load of money into like Facebook ads can, you know, rack up your funds super fast and won't necessarily. And then they'll, you know, the people doing them for you say it's all learning. Um, You know, the algorithm is learning what works for you and you need to give it a few and all of this. And, you know, suddenly you've spent £500, £1,000 and you're you're no real further the thought because you haven't learned what will work 10, just 10 15 thousand pounds like we we did once on one thing that we that we kind of tried but we'd already like done a lot of this setting already and still because of changes and things it w- didn't give us the return we we'd made money but it's not what we expected so and that's with like anita being in marketing for like 20 odd years or whatever and me being in and around this space so if we've got this much expertise this much knowledge and it's still there's no real way of knowing exactly how to work it, then everybody's still testing. There's not, you know, if we there's a way to just nail it once and for all, I'm pretty sure we would have got there by now. But yeah, so the tough love bit is if you've got a business worth working in, you've got a business that's worth marketing and you're not going to have success without the marketing bit. It's, you know, it's, it's it's not a choice. You have to do it for your business. And if you are like, you know, in a very small business, maybe it's just you, maybe a couple of people, then you are it. You know, the buck stops with you. And surely it's worth half an hour of your day to just get out there and um, get visible. And nobody will buy from you unless they see you unless they know you like you and trust you and social media you can achieve all of that within just like half an hour a day whatever whatever it is you're trying to do and if you're trying to get direct bookings for your short-term rentals or if you're trying to you know get deals and investors or you know if you're if you've got um lettings or house sales and you're trying to attract people with new stock all of that can be done online all of it yeah exactly and those of you that are still nothing wrong with old school networking by the way no it does speaking take time, of, though, doesn't it? We, it's not we that are, much. Yeah, we, we are speaking a lot, a lot of actual, like, in-person events moving forward um, in 2023. So we're not against it, and we're not against joining a group where it's a business group and you you share ideas and you share referrals and things. There's all different types of those ones, obviously. You've probably heard of, heard of them. There's nothing wrong with that. But think about the power that we've got in the technology that we've got nowadays, whereas you go – we're in, like, Leicester, so you might go into – drive into the city centre of Leicester every Wednesday morning where there's a group of 30 people and you stand up and you say, okay, this is what I do. This is what I'm looking for. And those 30 people go, okay, get on board and you all go off, have your week and you, you try and help each other, which is brilliant. But why not get your head and your mindset right in terms of what do you think LinkedIn is? It's not 30 people. It's a potential of 30,000 people. And you get to choose who's in that world and you get to choose your messaging that you put out and who you connect with and who you reach out to. And and, and instead of like having to have the one-to-ones with like 30 people, you can actually be voice noting or messaging people in the back end of LinkedIn as well and having conversations. Obviously, there's an elegant right way to do this. We're not saying spam people, but you could have personal outreach and you could be t- put a post out and you could get thousands and thousands of views 
on that rather than needing to drive to somewhere and, and only get the, and let's be honest those 30 people i've been in networking groups before it's hard to concentrate to listen to 30 different people's one minute talks how many of those 30 people have actually listened understood and on board and want to help you because i know when i used to go to them probably a third of the people i liked a third of the people I didn't like and a third of the people I was still getting to grips understanding like what they do and how I could help them so and also it's daunting standing up doing your 60 seconds in front of people so often you don't feel you've done yourself justice or your business justice anyway but if you can write a post sat on the sofa then you can like have a quick read of it before you send it you can do yourself justice every single you don't get one shot you don't get one shot you can have multiple shots of it a day throughout throughout the whole month they're not like you can delete stuff if you yeah. think oh i wish i hadn't done that you can't delete your 60 seconds if you fluff it no and uh, honestly when i used to have a chocolate fountain high business and bearing in mind this is only i had that my son is 10 and i had that um i was pregnant when i had that and that's when i got rid of it because i was going to have the baby so you think that's 10 years ago i literally couldn't do my tw- my 60 seconds i used to go bright red I was shaking. I could feel like that. And I, I annoyed myself because I was like, hang on a minute. Yeah. I can just talk to people normally one-to-one. And, I, I, you know, I used to even do B-Tech and Performing Arts when I was a kid. So I could get up on stage and be another person. But me being me, you don't know what you don't know. You think, oh, wow, they're a lawyer. Oh, they're that whatever. That kind of panic of, like, coming over the right way, saying the right thing, not shaking, not going bright red or whatnot. And I, I used to hate sometimes you sit down. And so they were trying to be kind, but they'd, they'd look at me and they'd go, I did really well, and I think I didn't. I did fucking shit. Plus, so some, everybody behind do really well, and that it makes oh. you feel more of a failure. So. Yeah, when they're funny, like some people are so good, aren't they? They like stand up, they say you like a one liner, everyone laughs, and it's like fair play, it's brilliant, it's great. They like that. I think it just comes, doesn't it? As, as more you it do does it, come. So networking is really important. Now we talk at networking events. Now, now we yeah. talk at them, and we're happy to talk in front of however many people. But you still get a bit nervous doing them, but. The thought of Nerves if I think back to me ten years ago doing that, if somebody said, "Oh, you're going to be doing that," I'd be like, "Am I?" Um, so wherever you are, don't feel like, "Oh, but I could never do that because it's all right for Anna and Anita." Because look, they always go live. They've got a podcast. They're obviously those type of people. We're not obviously those type of people because we, you have to go through that to become what you want to become, and you know, to, it, it's worth it. It's worth it if you want to market your business. But yeah, it's easier to put a post out on LinkedIn than it is to uh, stand up and do sixty yeah. seconds for sure. So yeah, give it a go. Download in the show notes. There'll be the um, link to our one month content calendar. Give it a go. We'd love to hear how you got on and what difference it's made to you. Yeah, cool. All right. Have a good one. See you soon. Bye. Bye. If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe. Anna here. Anita and I really appreciate you listening to this podcast and the great feedback that we get. If you can, please subscribe and leave a review for us. It really helps with the growing of the podcast and then we can help more people in property market their business. Thanks and see you on the next one. Bye. That was Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club. If you enjoyed it, connect with us on social media. Just search Get Savvy Club.